to be fearless. Episode 53, uh, I believe, coming to you. I'm not sure. I think that's what it is. Um, I don't even look anymore. I, th- I don't even keep track. Didn't you hear that in the background? If you can hear that noise in the background, guess what? That's the magic cat. The magic cat is in the house today. Because we are in the house today. We are not at the Red Goat Studios. It's a long weekend. We are at the house studio. So uh, part of the part of the great thing about leaving the big facility is that we moved to a smaller facility, which I really, really like. The problem with moving to a sm- smaller facility is I need a place to live. Because for you that don't know, I lived in the other facility up in the um, upper second floor. And now we don't have that, so I had to actually get a house. So the magic cat, uh, who retired from his security job at the Team Red Go Training Center, and uh, Blue and Bear, and I have moved to a house in Moose Jaw, and um, we are rocking it. Two, two boys, Magic Cat and myself, and uh, two girls, Blue and Bear. And uh, the girls have downstairs, and Magic Cat and I have upstairs. So I put a home studio in the upstairs so that if I didn't feel like going to the office, I didn't have to go to the office. And uh, if I want to record a show like this, I could just record a show like this. Today's show, we're talking about a few different things. Um, But uh, mainly, the topic is about reset versus redo, and how about a reboot? So we're going to be working on uh, our mind, body, and soul, or as we like to call it, a Team Red Goat, mental, physical, and spiritual. And another thing we're going to talk about is refining success. So those are our topics today on this episode of Teacher Be Fearless. The quarantine continues. COVID 2020, the nightmare. I don't, I just try to make that sound dramatic. It's really not that bad. Most of us don't have to work and we can sleep in all we want. But I I am getting sick of it. Possibly. A lot. I talk to my animals. Do you talk to your animals yet? I'll catch you on the flip side. Okay, like most of us, I think that um, myself and probably the two or three of you guys that are listening, uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? The numbers have been pretty good since we went on Apple and, uh, and uh, Google. Uh, they actually are steadily climbing, which is surprising. Um, I looked at the statistics the other day. I am actually pretty big in South Africa. We have six listeners. And uh, Nepal. Nepal, we have eight listeners. So I'm getting big in those countries. Canada is still our number one. Because I guess in Canada, we don't have anything to do listening to a fat, bald guy who sits in his bedroom with a cat talking about issues. Drinking Pepsi Max, by the way. Made a store run tonight. Got to get some dog food, so I grabbed a 12-pack Pepsi Max. Thank you, Magic. Magic said that he uh, he did not get any cat food or treats. What's that, buddy? And there's no mice in this house, just so FYI. He is um, he's pretty good at his security job. He's upset that he's not getting, he wasn't, deemed essential at the old training center and he got asked to leave his position. 
So I felt bad, and uh, since I didn't have a new position for him, I said, listen, buddy, your second birthday's coming up next weekend. You might as well just move in with me. You know, I got an extra room, and uh, we can call it the Cat Palace if you want. And he said, well, you know, I have some options. And, uh, you know, but he said, since it's going to be my birthday, my second year birthday, um, you know, I'd like to spend it with you. And I said, well, hey, that's that's awesome, man. I'd uh, I'd appreciate it, and I'm, I'm glad that you uh, would like to spend it with me. And, you know, so we packed up his stuff, and, uh, you know, we brought everything. Problem is, he's got two older sisters, and day one, they stole his little fake mouse and took it outside and destroyed it on him. Um, he has not spoken to them since, just an update, FYI, if you are a Magic fan. He is not a fan of Blue or Bear and uh, and uh, refuses to have them come onto the second floor of the house. So he's doing good. Um, he uh, Most nights he gets a little upset, so I let him uh, sleep with me in the big bed. And then halfway through the night when he just is all night talking and meowing and that, I have to throw him into his own. But he's doing pretty good. I got to give him credit. The kid's adjusting well. This is only his second house in his lifetime, so he uh, he's adjusting well. And so uh, that's just a little update on Magic Cat, the uh, security cat from Team Red Go Training Center. You might have seen him on Instagram. Um, you know, he was, for a while there, he posted regularly on Instagram, and then he kind of got away from it. And uh, but so now he's just living a normal life. He's out of the celebrity limelight, and he's uh, he's happy. You know what? He's he's looking for someone. He had the operation, and he just wants to be happy. He wants to be left alone for the next eighteen years of his life. Oh my God! That's all I can think of. Is he's going to live another eighteen years. I'm going to have this cat for eighteen years. Eighteen years from now, I am going to be sixty-six years old and still living with this cat. Could it get more depressing than COVID 2020? The crisis continues. Don't, here's here's a number one hint uh, when we're talking about the uh, COVID crisis. Don't dwell on it. Don't dwell on things that used to be. Don't dwell on this. It's all changing. So that goes right into our topic today. Our topic today is reset versus redo. And how about a reboot? That's just a little slang talk for you in there. Basically, I'm going to give you a quote here by Alexander Graham Bell today. When one door closes, another opens. But we often look so long and so regrettably upon the closed door that we do not see the one which is open for us. Alexander Graham Bell. Little did he know that his company would be probably jacking you off here for an extra 50, 100 bucks a month watching cable television. I don't know. Anyway, so <clears throat> we want to touch on that. Reset versus redo. How about a reboot? So that topic, why I came up with that topic is this. Um, you know, I started talking about it last fall. And when we're talking about, um, or you hear a lot of people talk about mind, body, and soul, mind, body, and soul. Um, I go to mental, physical, and spiritual. Right? Those are the three areas that I think that we all have to work on at all times. And they have to be in balance. So I don't like the word life balance, work balance, whatever. I don't like that. I think mentally you have to be balanced. Physically you have to be balanced. And spiritually you have to be balanced. Okay? So it's not about spending quality time 
with these people and this much time at work and this much time. No, it's about am I mentally balanced? Am I physically doing enough? And spiritually, am I doing enough? If you don't do the spiritual with the mental and physical, you are not balanced. I'm sorry to say that. I tried it. It does not work. And you might argue with me that it will work, but I I promise you, I can argue with you a hundred different ways. Now, when I'm talking spiritual, does it mean that you have to be, you know, going to church? Do you have to be believing in, um, you know, one one versus the other? Do you have to, you know, do you have to be all up in your business? Do you have to do this or do you have to? No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is it's not about religion. It's not about anything other than spiritually your mind has to be straight. You have to believe in a higher power and that can be whatever higher power can be. If you want to be a sun worshiper, you can be a sun worshiper. I don't care what you are. But you have to have a spiritual balance to your physical. Physical meaning you have to be active. You have to do some weights. You have to do some sort of physical strength stuff. You have to do some resistance training. You have to do some cardio training. You've got to be balanced, okay? You have to look after your physical health, whether that's just walking, whether that's riding a bike, whether that's playing with your kids, whatever. There has to be a physical aspect to your life. And then mentally, you have to be in a good place. And spiritually and physically is going to help you mentally. Okay. If one of those is off-centered or out of balance, you are not going to feel your best. I can guarantee it. So when we're talking about how do we refine success, okay, now that's what our reset versus our redo comes in. So when we're talking about refining success, is it mentally, physically, spiritually? Is that all together? Okay. Are we having success that way? Maybe there's a different way to look at success. Maybe there's a different way to look at, are we mentally, physically, or spiritually all together? <clears throat> How did you refine success before the pandemic of 220? How do you f- define it now? Maybe you had to redefine it a year ago, or two years ago, maybe through divorce, maybe through financial hardships, maybe through a loss of a loved one. How did you refine your success? And how do you how do you re-get it and how do you get it going back? For me, refining refining success meant mis- mentally, physically, and spiritually I had to get back onto the same plane. So by doing that, rebalancing, I can refine success. Okay? So now refining success, and then I go, okay, now what did I want to do? Did I have to redo what I was doing or do I reset what I was doing? So some things may have been working, some things weren't working, okay? And this is going to happen all the time in your lives, and whether it's for your, your life, your workout life, your, your love life, your work life, your kids, whatever, okay? You've got to be able to look at everything all together and say, do I reset this or do I redo this? And then when it's about a redo, do I go, how about I reboot the whole thing? Okay, and I believe that's what we're in right now. We're in a reboot situation. We're not in a redo situation. We're in a reboot situation. How do I change what was happening before to what I like now? Okay, so to break that down a little bit further, we're going to go into our mental state of mind. Where was your mental state of mind versus uh, before COVID and, and after COVID or before an event in your life, such as divorce or a breakup or 
uh, economic failure or a loss of a job or something like that. Think about your mindset. And did you do a reset or a redo or did you reboot? Right. And what was the difference when, when you were thinking of that mentally versus then and now? So was your mindset different? Were you a little more anxious? Did you have depression? Did you have anxiety? Were you confused? Did you need clarity? Uh, Were you scared to do something? And what changed that mindset? What gave you the reset or what gave you the redo or what gave you the reboot? Take a look at those life instances. Those are building blocks. You closed the door and then you looked and found a new door that's open. I say this all the time to people. Anytime you go through a divorce, it's going to take you a couple of years to get back. Or if you lose a loved one, or you lose a job, they're all grief periods. They're all similar. It's going to take you some strength, some commitment, and some desire to get back. That's simple. <clears throat> but are you resetting or are you redoing or are you doing a complete reboot? You can think about that physically too. Your work goes, when did you feel the best physically? When were you in your best shape? How come you got out of shape? What were the circumstances? Was it something mentally that was going on? A lot of times, mentally will carry over into physically. All right? And spiritually will will go into there as well. There's quite a few overlapping things. And then when we're talking about balance... Uh, you know, and that used to be the most irritating sentence to me, life, work, balance. No, mental, physical, and spiritual, that's your balance, not life, work, balance. Okay. Right now, I think what we're being taught is a lot of us are out of jobs. There is more people out of work right now than ever. I'm going to say a controversial thing right now. Okay. But I get a little bit irritated when we are praising essential workers or frontline workers. And I'm not saying it's not. What I'm saying is that's their job. Okay? I get irritated because they're actually getting paid to do their job. Why do we have to celebrate it? I get it that they're doing more and that some of us aren't allowed to do our jobs. I want to be working. I want to be doing that. Okay. But because my job isn't essential, then we don't, we got to now praise people that have essential jobs. Do you see the problem what's going on with praising essential jobs? And I'm not saying that these guys aren't doing a great job and it's not tough and all that, but that's the job they chose to go into. I'll go back to a few years ago when the policing world changed. When they started telling people that we were coming, please, if the situation's too dangerous, you don't have to do it. Okay, well, policemen, army people, they used to be heroes. And then we used to celebrate them for being heroes. People doing their jobs aren't really celebrating them. I don't know if we should be celebrating them. They're doing their job. <clears throat> now, controversial statement here is, The problem is that you're going to have a bunch of people coming up. And what this is teaching them is, oh, I saw my mom and dad who, you know, 
chose to work in this field or that field and they weren't able to work because of this and this is going to happen again and again and again so I'm going to go into essential services. You're going to have a ton of people doing essential services and not doing supportive jobs. Right? You're you're making people rely on the government now. And when we praise that, then younger generations go Oh, yeah, I just want to get a job where I'm never going to lose it. So I go into essential services because I will never lose my job. I see a problem with that. I see a problem with people losing their creativity, people losing their their independence, people saying, hey, I'm going to rely on the government, I'm going to rely on people to keep me going all the time. And that's where your society comes down. That's what turns into communism. That's what turns into relying on government. This is not the first time this has happened in the world. It's the first time it's happening in North America. But it's happened in Europe for years and years and years. And then we always wonder why they have dictators in Europe? Because of economic downtimes. Economic downtimes is what creates communism. Reliance on the government. Them telling you to do things. That's going off onto another tangent away from my thing. But what I'm saying is... You're going to have that mental, physical, and spiritual balance to be happy. I would rather be poor and happy than be miserable and pain and working and getting things that I don't need or want. I went through that lifestyle where money controlled me. I had to reboot my lifestyle. I had to change things. And you know what the funny thing is? When you reboot your lifestyle... When you change your ways, it's amazing how many people fall by the wayside. It's amazing that when you're making money, how many people want to help you and want a piece of that pie that you're doing all the work for. And as soon as you change your lifestyle, those people aren't around anymore. So a good way to reboot your life is to change your economic situation. Think about that. How much money does one need? How many material things does one need? Are you letting money or material things control your life? Could be. Which then plays a hard mental um, game on your brain and in your mind. How many people out there right now listening during this crisis of 2020... Wake up in the middle of the night because I don't know how or where we're going to pay our bills. Now, think about this. This is, this is a brain teaser right now because we don't know how long this is going to last. Speculation has it going until September. July, if we're lucky. If a cure gets found, it could be July. If a cure doesn't get found could be September, but they're also calling for a second wave of outbreak, which is going to be worse than the first wave and most likely to appear in the fall months without a cure. Okay, so are you prepared for that? Do we need everything you have? Have you put yourself in a situation with balance mentally and spiritually And I would put in there financially that it's going to help you get through this next 
four, five, six months. I'll bet you there's a quite a few people laying awake at night wondering what's going to happen. Now, the other part of it is, once this is all over, and I've said this before, I think our government is doing a great thing. Um, I think that our leadership has been good. I, I don't think it's been great. I think it's been good. I think they've done the right things. And trust me, as much as I don't like that person that's running our country, um, I I can put up with, with what they're doing for everybody because I think it's it's great. Now, the one thing I don't have is I'm glad people are doing their jobs. Don't get me wrong. But do we have to? I hear, I see people on Facebook, oh, they should get raises <laughs> for doing their job. <clears throat> Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Aren't we supposed to do our job? Like, like if I, when I went into professional sports, I knew there was a risk that I could get brain damage. All right. I knew there was a risk I could get hurt. I didn't ask for a raise every time a game came along. That's kind of assumed that I was taking that chance. Okay, you become a nurse, you become a doctor, you become a firefighter, you become a police officer, you become whatever, a city worker. Your job, you shouldn't get a raise for doing your job. That's just my opinion. You can argue with me all you want, but uh, if you want to set the precedent that every time we do our job we should get a raise, then every time that I have a personal training client... Technically, I should get a $5 raise every time I give them a session because I'm doing my job. It's funny how we, how we look at that. We look at non-approachable things. Like, you know, we have the great program coming out uh, with, the, with the FaceTime sessions. And Manny and I talked about this. And, and I think this is going to be the next wave in, in health anyways because people aren't going to want to go to the gym. You aren't going to want to go back to a class of 30 people next week if they say you can go back to the gym do you want to be around 30 people not likely i think one-on-one training is going to be popular i think one-on-one training away from the the gym is going to be popular so out of your own home i think that's just the way that our society is now i think gyms themselves are going to go by the wayside tell you the truth i think a lot of people are realizing right now they don't need a gym I think a lot of people are realizing right now is they need accountability, they need motivation, and they need a coach, but they don't got to go to the gym to do it. So I think our industry is changing. But I'm every time I do my job, I don't ask for a raise. I don't expect to be paused. I'm doing my job. I think it's great that, you know, these people are working hard. But it's like... <clears throat> I used to get in arguments with teachers all the time when I worked in, in, uh, in the education field. There's only two reasons you become a teacher. One is because you really, really love to help kids. And usually those are the people that work between grade kindergarten and six. And everybody else becomes a teacher for summers off and winter vacation and spring vacation. Don't kid yourself. You're not teaching high school because you're making a difference. You're teaching high school because you're working eight months a year. You can argue with me all you want. You knew that when you decided to become a teacher. 
I think everybody thinks that they should be, their value in their job is a lot more than what their value actually is. But I think too many people, and I hopefully this is where the reset and the reboot come into mind for a lot of people is, don't do a job because of the financial situation. Do a job because you love it. That's where your health balance comes in. That's where your physical balance comes in. That's where your mental health comes in. How many times have you heard people say this? I don't have enough hours in a day to work out. Well, why are you working so much? I don't have enough time to spend with my kids. Well, why are you working so much? What is the most important thing? Is it your mental, physical, and spiritual health? Or is it about creating money and creating wealth? Because I've had it. And I'm just as happy now when I don't have it. And everybody who changes their life can have happiness. Money doesn't buy you happiness. It buys you material things. And if those material things are what's filling the gap in your, in your emptiness, that won't last very long. You need mental, physical, and spiritual balance, period. So you either need to reset it, you need to redo it, or you need to reboot it. And then you can turn around and say, how am I refining success? What is my success? Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever said to yourself, mentally, I'm successful if this is happening. Physically, I am successful if this is happening. And spiritually, I am successful if this is happening. Ask yourself those three questions. Are you successful in your mental, physical, and spiritual balance? Can your life be more successful if those are balanced? Now, I'm not talking about saying, oh, you know, I got to do this because I have my kids I got to think about. I have all my husband. I have my wife I got to think about. I get it. It's not selfish of a person to work on their mental well-being, their physical well-being, and their spiritual well-being. And that should be worked on by themselves. They don't need everybody in their family to be balanced out. Now, it helps if you have that support from your family. Granted, 100%, that's going to help. <clears throat> but are you looking at the doors that are opening for yourself and seeing those new options and those new beliefs or those no, new ways of going? Or are you looking at the closed door all the time? Are you being controlled by materialistic things or ventures or desires and not being controlled by the balance in your life? Think about that. Oh, excuse me, but sometimes when I get talking, my sinuses get rubbing. It's not the COVID. Repeat, that is not the COVID. You know, I can make fun of it, but I'm sure that the people that have contacted, it's just been complete hell. And I do, I do think that we are doing the right thing. As frustrating as we all may be, as pissed off as we all may be, as fed up as we all may be, as talking to ourselves as we may be, we're doing the right thing. But don't glorify 
don't overthink this. They're going to get an announcement here in the next week or two that said things are getting better. That's when the scary time comes because then everybody lets their guards down. And then we get hit with that second wave. And also don't kid yourselves. Be prepared that every time a virus now comes in, we are going into lockdown. This is just the beginning and this is just a warning. Make sure you have things right. Learn from this pandemic. Let's call this pandemic number one, because let's get it. Let's get it. It's coming again and again and again and again. And this is going to become our new norm. So you're going to see, mark my words, you're going to see a wave of essential workers coming up over the next five years, 10 years. And then the other thing is too, you've got to start preparing. You can't, you can't go into another one with the same mistakes that we've gone into this one about. Okay. Yes, but the scary time is coming when they say we can start to get back into normal and people let their guards down. I'll guarantee you we're spacing out shopping here for the next year. I'll guarantee you a lot of things that we're going to be doing or we have been doing are going to become common practice. So it's the new norm. So now reset, redo, or reboot. And you're going to have to refine your success. My message today is your balance mentally, physically, <coughs> and spiritually, excuse me, needs to help refine, refine your success and whether you got to reset it, redo it, or reboot it. Those are things that you got to do. So that was my yap today. I hope that it wasn't too depressing. I'm sure there's some statements on there you're not going to like, and I get that. I don't expect everyone to agree with me all the time. That's what a podcast is. We're supposed to start thinking. We're supposed to start doing and we're supposed to start inspiring. So if we can inspire somebody to go out there and change things, that's great. If we inspire someone to change it because it's better, that's great. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying that's my opinion. <coughs> Magic, do you like my opinion? I hear you purring. Magic cat, oh magic cat. Where are you, magic cat? Oh, what a creep. He's just looking over the timer on the desk. He's a creepy cat. I like him. He's very loving for a cat. Anyways, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, I didn't have time to do my shameful minute, but the shameful minute is going to be this. And it's not going to be a minute, but it's going to be shameful. Let's face it. People are getting sick already of working out at home, body weight workouts, blah, blah, blah. A new ad is coming out. Mandy and I have both put together great programs for FaceTime one-on-one learning and coaching. Keeps you accountable, keeps you motivated, keeps you on track. Um, she is has room for a couple more clients, and I have room for about two to three more hours a day. Um... We now have limited ourselves on how much we have to work because we are in a smaller studio and we are doing FaceTime a lot of time. So I have opened up three hours a day for FaceTime clients, one-on-one training, same full program that you're going to get. It's going to be customized to your house. And I know Coach Mandy's got one. If you go to the website, redgoatssc.com, Mandy's got a page up there now. 
uh, with her barco training system. <clears throat> she is also doing, as we talked about the other day on the podcast, she will be doing a live nutrition um, coaching seminar thing from her house, which she's working on, which I think will be great. So if you want to be involved in that, send us an email at info at redgoatsc.com. Um, if you want to get into the FaceTime one-on-one training or would like to try it, um, I'm pretty sure that I could convince you to try it one time for free. And I will put an ad up and you can click a free trial and see if you like it, see if it's for you. But I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the wave of the future. It's going to be the way that it's going. It's going to be the way that one-on-one training's going. It's going to be the way that the gym world's going. We're not going to go back to big classes. No one is. It's going to be impossible. I think for the longest time, you're going to be, even to go to a public gym, you're going to be limited to 10 people in the gym at a time. You're going to be limited to 5 to 10 people in a class at a time. Think about it. If you they don't want you standing next to anyone, are they really going to want you sweating right beside someone? Think about that. So I think if you're getting sick of your free bodyweight workouts, I think it's time to step it up and try this FaceTiming stuff. <clears throat> Get in while it's early. Get in on the specials. Let's try it for free. Click on a free session, and uh, we'll get you trying it. See what you think. Um, that'll be coming up here this week. There's lots of good things happening. Lots of great things coming on the show. Got a couple of guests coming up that hopefully you guys will <coughs> tune in for. Again, that's not the COVID cough. That's dry throat Mike talking for 35 minutes about nothing. I'm your host, Mike from Red Goat Strength and Conditioning. Uh, hopefully we've touched a nerve today. Hopefully we've got you thinking. Hopefully we got you a little bit inspired. But you know what I always say? Worst comes to worst, hug a loved one. Peace. I'm out.